0: Women do it all, at least we try to. The kids, the house, the partner, the business, it's a lot. The mom is the sun in her universe, the nucleus in her family. And high-achieving female executives, CEOs, and entrepreneurs want to be the best at everything, all at once. But what about us? Our healing, our happiness, our health, There is a way to easily put ourselves first so that we can be the foundation we want to be for everybody else while we are thriving. Join me as I teach you how I learn to take care of myself consistently and without feeling any mom guilt. You can take care of you, feel great, and run your business and home with ease and harmony. Come reawaken your truest self so you can be the happy center of your dynamic world. I'm Katie Noel, the Quantum Health and Mindset Coach. Your health and happiness is only a quantum healing journey away. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Quantum Health and Mindset Podcast. I am Katie Noel, I am thrilled thrilled, thrilled to bring you a client testimonial interview that I did very recently with one of my favorite clients, Danielle. She um, has had quite a journey as all of us do as we go on this quantum healing journey, but hers had some very unique Characteristics. So she had an intention as we signed our contract in December of 2020 to prepare herself emotionally for getting pregnant with her second baby. She has one child, a sweet young little boy, and she runs a multi six figure business. And it's a lot to balance, right? It's a lot to be a second mom, a mom for your second child in general, but then bringing in a new life while you're balancing parenting, a marriage, right? And this multi six-figure business, she wanted to prepare for that. Well, it turns out that beginning January at the very, very beginning of our journey together on the very first call, she had some incredible news and told me that she was pregnant And so we were thrown a huge curveball because we didn't have time ahead of time to prepare for the emotions of being pregnant and getting ready for her second baby with all that she has going on. So we proceeded accordingly, right? We just go with the flow. Life happens, and your quantum healing journey is always customized and tailored to your experiences and your needs. And so we did the same with her. Um, I took time to tune in to make sure that with my First pregnant client, I was very, very aware of being safe and gentle and effective, especially through her first trimester, which is just a delicate state, right? We want to be extra safe. So we did that and it was very powerful, very effective, but very gentle for Danielle and her new baby. And as we proceeded through her journey, she, of course, had her own unique and powerful experiences, all that she talks about in this interview. One of the ones that I really want to point out is that Danielle is one of my biggest rock star clients with my proprietary process to recode the brain and nervous system. Um, The brain and nervous system are our servo mechanism, our auto mechanism. They drive our responses to everything outside of us. And no matter how much we want to be better or do better or do differently or be different, if it's hardwired into our nervous system, into our brain, we really can't override that with just thinking that we want to be better. We actually have to recode those pathways and restructure things inside your neurological system. And so I have this wonderful, very effective, very simple, very powerful process that I um, customized for my clients, for them to use in order to do this. And Danielle, when we figured out the right way for her, right, and it takes some time because we're customizing this, different for everybody. But when we found her magic space for this to be effective for her, she absolutely is one of the most dedicated clients that I've had to this process. Just always showing up for herself every single day, using the system every single day, and getting the maximum benefits. Um, So she will talk all about that all about her quantum healing journey, some of the specific things that we went about healing for her that she really needed to prepare for being a mommy of two. We didn't do it before the pregnancy, but we did do it during the pregnancy. So it was very, very, very fun to um, be her healer, to be her mindset coach during her pregnancy. um, She's almost to her due date. We're both so excited for a new baby and she is ready. So enjoy this beautiful testimonial and her personal account of what it's like to work with me and to go on this multidimensional quantum healing journey. Hello, Danielle. Welcome so much. Thank you for being here to do this testimonial. Danielle is one of my most awesome rockstar clients. She has been through a private journey of healing, health and happiness of going through and releasing darker frequency things from her body, healing traumas, pieces of her history, pieces of her life that are happening now and really creating an ambiance and a feeling of being in her best self, being in her highest path and being able to present herself in her business and her parenting and her life and her relationships in a really healthy and positive way where she takes care of herself first And then everything else kind of falls into place really easily. Um, And it's been a really exciting journey with you, Danielle. You and I have had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of details that we're going to go over, but I love what you and I were talking about just now, how our journey began, because it was very unique compared to my other clients. So welcome. And can you tell us about our beginning?
1: absolutely. Thank you for having me and thank you for everything the last several months. I have learned so much from you and it has been such a pleasure to work with you and um, have your energy in in my life, I I will say. So (laughs) to to start off our journey, it was very interesting and unique in a lot of ways because we decided to start working together and then I found out I was pregnant. And Katie, you were one of the very first people I told because I was five or six weeks pregnant and it was very, very early. Um, and I remember you, you saying, oh, wow, I'm the third person you've told. <laughs> okay. And uh, because of that, we didn't want to do your normal routine of what you like to do with clients uh, month by month, you know, third by third by third in those six months. And instead, we actually did more trauma releasing towards the, I'd say the end of my second trimester um, versus being in my first trimester. So that was how we kind of started the journey, which was very interesting.
0: Yeah. It was, it was absolutely so important that we were delicate, right? Because the body is doing so much. You're developing those major organs and systems in the baby and all your hormones are changing. And, and so it's just such a delicate time. And so it was really exciting for me. You are my first pregnancy client. And it was so exciting that, that, I, I felt like a steward of, of God to be able to be your healer during such an exciting and amazing time. And so, yes, we took that first third really gentle for you. Um, it was just as powerful, but it was like, we, like you said, we switched up the order, which was really cool and it worked really well. Um, so do you remember, sort of in the beginning when we were doing healings where we weren't releasing specific traumas, but we were just generally sending light and allowing your, your angels and guides to gently move things around and how that felt versus when we started moving into some more intensive stuff in the middle ish of our, of our contract together. Yeah.
1: I remember in the beginning I think that I, I didn't necessarily fall asleep during every healing. And then towards the middle, I remember falling asleep almost immediately. And when we've talked about that, um, it was, it was because the healing was so intense and there was so much happening that my body literally shut down and needed to process all the healing and everything else that was happening during that healing Um, And it was very common for me to wake up, you know, 15 minutes after a session or so and say, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize I fell asleep during that. (laughs) And it was really powerful. And to be honest, it's it was almost like a perfect timeline in terms of how we started and then going through to get to those traumatic healing events, because I feel like I almost needed to do more gentle healing in the beginning. I don't know if that was only because of the pregnancy or if that was because of me personally as well, but <clears throat> this was the first time that I have received Reiki healing um, <clears throat> in a very consistent manner And to me, that was really, really significant. That was something that I said, I am committing to this, even though it will be hard. It's kind of like going to therapy, right? It's work because you have to talk about yourself and talk about things that you might not want to bring up, but things that, you know, will make you better and more aligned with your higher self if you do bring them up.
0: Yeah. And I remember at the end of one of our coaching sessions, which I always tell my clients is another form of a healing because I use Reiki and I also use interactive energetic recoding. So all of our interactions are healing of sorts, but it's like we're freeing up that voice and that brings things to the surface for us to heal in our next session. And we got to the end and you were like, it's like, when I work with you, it's like therapy, but better. And I just kind of laugh because, um, you know, therapy can be a really effective tool. And I, and I know that a lot of people find therapy um, a really great part of their support system, but for other people talk therapy can actually more deeply ingrain some traumas and some, some bad patterns. And so with this, we're actually bringing like drawing to them them to the surface with the conversation and the events in your life that transpire always align to help activate and and alert us as to what we need to heal. And then we actually get to release the source of that. So thank you for sharing. Um, and, and just for anybody watching, it's very common when we're doing a trauma healing or something that's very deep for clients to, and, and I've experienced this also when I receive feel like they are being shut off like a switch. Like it just kind of knocks them out. And, and that's always a really good sign that this was working. And you did have that section towards the end, which a lot of my clients have at the beginning where you were just out. Like, I feel like every healing every week you were just out Yeah, and it's so restorative. Yeah. Let me add one
1: thing too, for anybody watching is Katie, you are so generous with your time. It was just really unbelievable to me. And it's, and Katie, you always say like, oh, it's because of the nature of my business, but at the same time, it's also because of you, because of who you are as a person and how much you care about your clients and how much you care about the work that you're doing. So there were times where we went over a session because the healing went over. And because you you said to me, beforehand, I will go over if I feel I need to, because I need to make sure that the healing session is complete. And that to me was so meaningful and so important because you weren't somebody who said, Oh, sorry, there's that's, that's time. Um, (laughs) you know, because that's, it's interesting because, you know, we see that in like movies, we read that in books for, you know, talk therapy and, um, and, and, and I, again, I agree with you. I'm a huge fan of talk therapy. There's a time and place for, for all of those, those healing mechanisms. Right. And I went to talk therapy for many years on and off. So I'm a huge advocate, but this and working with you is just completely different because we have that different one-on-one interaction. There's some, there's in, in your instance too, I liked that you give examples from like your own life. You also like help me see what I, I want to envision for myself. And that to me is part of that coaching that talk therapy and other types of therapy doesn't, it doesn't necessarily offer.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so meaningful to me to hear that from you because, um, you're right. I I never really thought of that, but it is really ingrained into us that there's that timer that like ding and talk therapy can really unlock a lot of things. And to shut something so deep, so personal, so intimate, just down is kind of unfair. It's a little bit of cruelty. I feel like not that those professionals don't need to keep their time frames and stuff like that, but yes, um, I appreciate that you appreciate that. I don't do that. Now there are times like tonight I had three clients in a row and like, like we had to go and there's commitments and it doesn't always happen that we need a session to extend. But when we do get into some of those deepest, most intimate things, sometimes it's just not complete. And that's the only word for it. And so I, I want to do my, my job completely. So I love that you enjoyed that. Um, So let's talk a little bit about some of the specific things that we did with you, because I think when people think about Reiki and other energetic healing modalities, it it seems so esoteric that they can't think of like, what is an actual application? And you had some really unique things, but at the same time, they're universal. We all go through traumas and stresses and you had a lot of real time stuff that was happening with pregnancy that needed to be addressed and and I just wrote down some of my favorites I guess (laughs) because I'm happy that we we healed that for you and the benefit was so beautiful during your pregnancy you got to be you know happier and healthier and just and 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 feeling better and during any time of life that's important but my goodness, it's so critical during pregnancy. So if you have any others to add, let me know. But the first one that I remember was when we release released your trauma around food.
1: Yes, yes 100%. Yes, yes. so for anybody listening or or watching this, I have Crohn's disease and IBS, and Katie and I went over multiple different things that have happened in my past. I won't get into all of it right now, but <laughs> Uh, It would would take, take hours, but, (laughs) but, um, for anybody who has, um, had some kind of diagnosis like that and has had to alter their diet very quickly and very, um, very radically, it was very, very hard for me, especially as like a young 22 year old. And, um, if, if you have experienced any type of autoimmune issue, anything that, um, you know, this, I'm not saying that, you know, Reiki will ultimately heal like everything that's going on. Right. We, we always want to say, right. But, you know, I'm always a huge fan of, especially when it comes to like gut issues, a really good, healthy combination of like Western and Eastern. And I'm just like a huge fan of that. And, part of Reiki to me is healing from the inside out and healing within your like energetic sphere and really taking note of like, this is how your body is and like being okay with how your body is and how your body will change, how your body has changed.
0: Yeah. And I love that you finish up with that because acceptance is a huge part of healing a trauma and so um for those of you watching i just want to say that i also have had food trauma in my life and so a lot of a lot of practices a lot of modalities in western and eastern medicine would address the physical gut and healing the physical gut but then there's an emotional component and that affects our energy and and It was super critical that we address that early on for any woman who's been pregnant. Like you have to be able to eat and ultimately to be able to enjoy your food while you're pregnant anytime, but especially pregnancy. Um, my goodness, like every woman that goes through pregnancy deserves and needs that to like on a very basic level. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I will say too, for anybody watching, which is very, been very exciting, but I've actually been able, I'm lucky in that this is my second pregnancy. I have an, another child too. And my Crohn symptoms have dissipated significantly during both pregnancies. But what happened was after I stopped nursing um, and I nursed my son for about 20 months, it was about six months after that, um, it was last, was it, it was last year. Um, my Crohn symptoms came back. So in talking about this with you, Katie, it was very much like accepting that I can eat certain things now that I might not be able to a year from now. Yeah.
0: Well, and accepting that um, pregnancy is a powerful force. Yeah, it's Explainable in any modality, in any practice, Eastern, Western, anything. And, and it could be permanent. And so just being fully present in like, yes, I can eat this. Yes. I can enjoy this because it was almost like you were in this place of like, well, I can eat it, but you dare, dare not enjoy it. Yes. You know, how horrible, what a horrible, Thing. So just so everybody knows, Danielle had her birthday during our time together. She had many holidays and special family moments. And she has enjoyed her food. Like we have had intense and fiery, passionate conversations about enjoying food during her pregnancy. It's been beautiful.
1: I think part of this too is because I I gained a lot of weight with my son. And then last year I lost 40 pounds. And Part of it was also accepting that I didn't have to weigh myself every day during pregnancy, (laughs) which sounds very silly, like when I say it now, but that was my mentality because I weighed myself every day for months because, um, that was something that I, I wanted to do. And I was on a really good program. You know, it wasn't like I was starving myself or anything. I did it over uh, many, many months. Um, But I think that was part of it where I lost weight and I knew I would probably gain a lot of the weight back. And that was part of that acceptance and letting go too.
0: Yeah. And for anybody watching, let me just expand on two things Danielle said. One, absolutely, um, obviously a disclaimer, like I can't say that this is going to heal your physical ailment, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt that emotional, energetic, and physical are united. And so addressing things from a multidimensional space is the best method of addressing things and and making sure that it is true healing that's sustainable. Um, And the other thing is that this was, we did one significant healing on food trauma, but it did come up multiple times. And there was another part of our journey where we did address the emotional piece of like accepting your weight. And and that's going to cause, unfortunately, hand in hand with food in our minds. It doesn't always actually go hand in hand in how it works in our body, but you were eating more and, and you didn't want to suddenly gain more. Um, but it was really important for you to be properly nourished. Um, another trauma that we released and these are kind of in sequential order, was sleep trauma. And I think that food and sleep traumas are things that most people wouldn't think of. Um, They don't even necessarily understand that they are trauma, but I see it. In, I would say about 90% of my clients is sleep trauma. Most people have some kind of sleep trauma and they don't realize they just think, oh, this is how my body is, or I've never been a good sleeper. And just like food going through a pregnancy, your sleep was ever more important Mm -hmm. than, than it more normally would be.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. And I think that I had done some work myself on that in terms of like, my, like I took Facebook off my phone. I put my phone next to, which I don't think I did actually until a few months working with you working like and a few months into working with, with you. Um, and I, I now like have my phone by like my closet. I do not have it near my bed. It is not the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. Right. So, um, I have a whole nighttime routine that like relaxes me usually before bed. And I think that um, also talking about like not only sleep trauma with myself, but also like ancestrally. And I think that came up a lot too with like, what were your parents' behaviors? What did you see growing up? And we talked about all of that kind of stuff. And there were some things that came up that I never really, I didn't put two and two together. And I think that it wouldn't have come up if we weren't working together.
0: Yeah. It's interesting how, um, I always tell my clients, like your guides know that you have my support and my intuitive gifts of interpretation. So you'll get all of these signs and all of these happenings in your day to day. And it's like, well, those are messages for you and I. So we know what to do in our next healing. And it was really cool. We were guided very clearly, Um, another thing that happened and I've had a lot of clients with this sort of thing, um, where somewhere along their journey with me, it's like, We have all these ideas of things we're going to heal from your ancestral past, from your own past, um, things that you want to intentionally heal into about your habits and, and your situation, your relationships in life, but then something happens. And for you, what happened was an injury. And it was like our whole trajectory of where we thought we were going had to change because we had to address your needs and your emotions during that time. And there was a lot of emotion around that injury. So let's talk about that.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I injured my tailbone. I slipped on remnants of kinetic sand. So for anybody watching who has young kids, do not let any of your kinetic sand go on any type of wood floor ever. It was (laughs) like crazy. I know. And what was crazy was all of the nurses and doctors were like, "Oh, I don't have that in my house." <laughs>
0: all of them. As dangerous so, a trampoline, right? Yes, yes. I like, <laughs> so
1: it just it was such a freak accident, and luckily this happened what like earlier. It was it was towards like the beginning of my, I'd say like right in the middle of my second trimester, um, maybe like a middle. Third, something like that. Um, and, uh, what happened was I was just really, really emotional about it because it was like, it was a very tough injury. I'm still recovering from it. And it's like months later, it's much better than it was, but it's, um, it, it just took, took a lot. So I think when it, it's funny, it's like the the phrase my mom has o- always said this too. God like we make plans and God laughs, right. So this was this was that again, right? So we made plans for what we were going to heal and different ideas about how like the next few weeks would have been
0: like working together and then this happened. Yeah, and it it was understandable that you had so much emotion because a part of this journey, right? We're doing multidimensional healing and we're working with, I'm teaching you how to manipulate and train your brain and nervous system to be successful in self-care. So you were getting on this pattern, right? Of course, in your first trimester, it was like, Self-care really needed to be about sleep. So you got to your second trimester and we started really digging into getting you into fitness and stretching. And some of the physical activities that you wanted to implement throughout your pregnancy to prevent a lot of weight gain, right? Another very emotional topic, and all of a sudden, this huge curveball came, and it was just overwhelmingly emotional. And and I think that's about when you started to fall asleep during healings. I think that was the first one, and I just remember um, like neither one of us expected it because you had never fallen asleep before. So I remember being able to see you afterwards, and it was it, it's always one of the most rewarding things as a healer because I can see the peacefulness that this brings, yeah. and, you know, for anybody that's wonderful, but for you having had this injury and all this emotion and during a pregnancy, it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for what I do. And, and you felt so much better. And, and I think it really helped you move through that injury because a lot of times when we have an injury, a surgery, an illness, something like that, it's like our body's ready to heal, but our emotions are lagging. And so it was I think it supported you in being able to have your emotions and your body heal at a healthy rate together so that you weren't stuck in the emotional part of that.
1: Yep. I think you said it perfectly. I I really do. And one of the other things I wanted to mention before I forget is, um, Katie, you have this really incredible way of um, doing this, this calendaring system, right? And it took me though, a few months into our journey, I think like two and a half months to figure out how we could actually implement it for me and customize it. And what I ended up doing was basically doing like this hieroglyphic <laughs> thing on like an index card and what, what that has helped me do. And I, I'm still doing it every night, by the way, um, and I love it. And what it, what it helps me do though, is to really, it it helps you look at the balance of your life. So if there's like, for example, a couple weeks ago, I spent five sleeps away from my son, which was the most that I've ever spent away from him. And he just turned three and it was a really big deal to me. Um, because I, I was the mom who like, I wouldn't leave him alone for like months and months and months. I didn't spend a night away from him until he was over a year old. Like I like refused to do that because I just didn't feel comfortable. And, and with this calendaring system, I realized, wow, look at all these other things that I'm doing, even though I'm not spending time with him and look at how much time I spent with him before and after. And that really made me feel so good. And so like solid as a human, because really, you know, working with you, it's also learning about like the balance of life and really balancing, um, not only our emotions and acceptance, but also accepting like, what is important in our lives? What are we spending time on, on a daily basis?
0: Oh my gosh. So I just wrote those words solid as a human is a really good way to mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm going to quote that because, um, for those of you watching what Daniel's talking about is the proprietary process I use to help train the subconscious body. That's your brain and nervous system. Together, they operate your responses to everything in the world, the things that you say, the things that you do, how you feel in different circumstances and and during certain changes in times of life. And so I choose to rewire those for success using self-care because taking care of yourself has... So many benefits itself, and it really helps to move the energy, which assists the Reiki and it all kind of works, works in this symbiotic relationship. And so Danielle absolutely is not the only client I have that we have to work to figure out how to customize. And I'm really an expert in customizing this process for everybody because it's meant to be so simple and functional, but it's dynamic and powerful in its effect. And it's literally taking a few seconds every day to document how you are succeeding in taking care of yourself rather than what society has ingrained in us of what we haven't done and focusing on what we haven't accomplished. And it is transformative in a massive way. And, um, the, the thing that I always tell my clients is you're not supposed to know it's working magic for you. You're just supposed to wake up one day and feel it. Like I need to know how it works. You just need to benefit from it. So I'm glad you brought that up. It was really cool to see how you implemented it because it is an expression of self. Yeah. And yours, yours was very artistic and, and fun and cute to look at. So I love that.
1: Yeah. And I'll, I'll say too about that <clears throat> is it makes me feel less guilty when I don't do something. And just like what you said about society in terms of like what we're made to feel like we're not doing, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a parent. Oh, you're this, you're that. And oh, you, you can't, you know, work life balance. Right. But really, it's about balancing like on a monthly and weekly basis, like, oh, did I spend time with my kid this week? was it quality time? What did we do? And, Oh, did I, did I like, what did I do for self-care? Did I swim? Like I I'm a swimmer. I love swimming. So how many times a week have I been swimming? Am I doing that to take care of myself? Right. So it's like looking at that and then feeling that energy and saying to yourself, wow, actually I am doing a really good job with all of these things, but you have to look at it from like an outward perspective, not a microscope.
0: Absolutely. It's all about pulling back. And that is one of the most challenging things to do when it comes to ourself and all that we're trying to accomplish in life. And so this is a system of literally showing your brain and nervous system over and over and over again on a daily basis, how much you are accomplishing. So um, and it's so cool that you're still doing that. I have clients that just talk about their calendar, like months and years after working together. And that's how it's designed to be. Um, and it's so cool that most of them are like, I still do it. It's so fun. It helps me in so many ways because it's literally the most simple thing, but it is something that needs to be highly customized and tailored. And, and it's something that takes practice because we have had so many outside influences that go against feeling good about what we are doing.
1: Yeah.
0: So we have to undo all that. Um, I don't know what else you think stands out, but one of the things I want to talk about is how When we are going through a healing journey, sometimes we're obviously healing from the past, from our childhood, even like our family stuff and the things that we've seen in our ancestors. And obviously we've had stuff that comes up in the present, but sometimes it's actually really important with big life events that are anticipatable to heal into the future. And so one of the things that we were able to do, um, because Danielle's first labor and delivery was crazy. Okay. There's no such thing as normal when it comes to labor and delivery, but there is a degree of almost normal to not normal. And hers was really extreme. And so there was a lot of emotion and anticipation about your labor and delivery. And, and my goal in healing into the future was obviously to help everything go as smoothly as possible to send love and light into that event, but also to create this lack of stress in you during your pregnancy so that you could be present and enjoying being pregnant instead of worrying about that. And that was a cool, cool experience.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I'd say that was one of the, like a couple of, we did a couple healings on that because we had to heal my emotions from my first birth and what happened at that birth. And it was just very, very intense. Like you said, I had a really bad tear. It took me weeks and weeks to recover. Um, I was in physical therapy for months. I couldn't walk for many weeks. It, it, It was pretty bad. So um, but I don't mean to scare anybody who's watching this, who has not given birth yet. <laughs> like, I usually don't tell anybody my
0: story if they haven't given birth yet. <laughs> Put it, like a disclaimer on it. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like this, this is not usual. Trust me.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and I, I think that it was a combination of things, but I think having, You do the future healing into what, like this, like scheduling the C-section and like how I felt about it at the time and how I felt after the healing. I think it was different because I think like, I think I needed to hear more like clarity on like that this was an okay decision for me to make for myself and like my family and my body. And really nobody else can tell you what to do with your body. Right. Um, and nobody else should, I should say. Right. Um, but in, in this instance, I feel like it was just so helpful to have that futuristic healing. And what I loved about it too, was it wasn't like I was laying down and we were like on zoom, like we had from other healings. It was actually, we scheduled it where I was going to bed and I was sleeping already, and Katie, you came in and did the healing and then left me messages on what happened. And it was just, it was insane to me about like what you saw and how it was. And I could envision it. I really could. And I thought that was really profound and beautiful and exceptional.
0: It is exceptional is a great word. And um, for anybody watching, it is one of my most favorite ways of, of using energetic healing because when, when my client's asleep and I'm able to just focus hundred percent of my attention on something that's so important, right? We don't heal into the future for like, you know, a meeting you're having at work. We heal into the future for massive life events. I did it for a surgery for another client that she knew was coming up for a labor and delivery, like big things. And it just has the potential to maximize the potential positive outcome of that event. And for anybody watching, like Danielle said, I just want to make sure that you understand that these are multi-layered events that require a lot of healing. So the first one surrounding all of this was healing, like you said, into the past for the emotional trauma of your first labor and delivery. The second one was more about making sure that you were present and processing your emotions about being able to be pregnant and enjoy it. Almost like this feeling of guilt of like, Am I allowed to enjoy this? Do I give my per- myself permission to enjoy this and to be present, mm-hmm. um, and then healing into the future? So it's it's multi-dimensional. It's got lots of layers and components. It's a complex situation, and I think that what I want to highlight about this is that so many times in life, just like we've had a lot of outside superimposed information about how talk therapy sessions get cut off. And that just seems acceptable because that's what we always see. There's this huge part of what I do for my clients where I can come in and give this perspective that's very unique to energy healing. It's not something that medicine is going to offer. It's not something that necessarily talk therapy is going to offer, but from an energetic perspective, I can say like, this was a really big deal. This is a really big deal. And so many times my clients do like you, and you've said this to me probably 50 times. You're like, Oh my gosh, like I never allowed myself to understand and to accept that what happened to me or what's going on actually is a big deal. And we tend to overplay all of those things in our life. Yes. A
1: hundred percent. And it's, it's great that you mentioned all those things too, because I think I'm a perfect person to talk about the fact that like, I have a lot of doctors who I trust. And I went to therapy, like I said, for many years, and I'm very experienced in like, you know, picking out really great doctors for like what I have to go to and what I have to, I have to see, but there's this side that what you offer is really like, I, I don't even think it's like in the middle or in between. It's like on in like a different dimension almost <laughs> of <laughs> like what you're able to accept emotionally about what happens to yourself and like allow yourself to accept that like this was a big deal. Like there are a couple other things that we healed that we, you know, have talked about too that have happened in my past that I didn't think about them being big deals. But then when we talked, I realized, oh, these were really big deals in my life. And I think that's really important because I think as we get older, there are things even that we see, and I'm sure you know anybody watching, if you've seen this in parents or relatives who are older than, than us, I mean, there are childhood traumas that can carry with you for many, many years, right? It doesn't, they don't go away, right? Men, and they still don't go away. I think that's really important to like preface that. But the way that we work together, you're allowing yourself to accept that that happened to you and accept the emotions that come with that rather than like burying that and burying all the emotions and not letting that rise to the surface, because that will just, it, it'll, it'll destroy you.
0: It will destroy you. And I just want to, from an energetic standpoint, recap what you just said, but put it like from a different term for those who are watching, because you did a really great job talking about how it, how it appears in a physical form, but this is working in a different dimension. And the reality is that in higher dimensions, darkness and light are equally valuable And darkness has been so shunned and so under under accentuated. It has not been giving any importance, any significance, any understanding. And, And today in this practice, my goal is to help us be in the light not by pretending the darkness didn't happen, but by turning and facing the darkness, by loving and understanding and sending compassion into that darker side of our lives, of our history, only then when we truly love the darkness, can we be present in the light. So it's this literal balance of like the yin and yang of like, we need the darkness. And so this process, this healing process, like you said, is not pretending it didn't happen or burying it or belittling it. It's honoring it. And, And that can be painful initially, but the freedom and the liberation to fully be present in the light afterwards is uncomparable and absolutely more than worth it every time. So it just... It, it shines out from you, and and I know that you've seen differences in your parenting, in your relationships, and how you take care of yourself, and and you're just radiant. So um, it's been such an honor to work with you. Thank you, Katie. It's it's also about control,
1: right? It's also like let, and I feel like that's something that <clears throat> that I've let go of even more like working with you is letting go of control because really we can't control everything that happens all the time, hundred percent of the time, just like we cannot control our, you know, toddler's behavior most of the time, right? We can try and we can teach them manners. We can teach them how to listen. We can teach them all these things. Um, but they will still ultimately do something wrong at some point. And we will have to go back and correct it again. Right. It's like constant repetition. And I feel like that's how we are for ourselves, even like as adults, that it's constant repetition of, oh, did I like how I said that to this person? Right. And really taking a look at like yourself and your inner self and really understanding, like, who am I? Who is my higher self? How can I get there? And what do I have to heal? What do I have to accept about myself to let go of that control?
0: Yeah, that judgment. And and you've said that in many different ways at many different times, like you feel so free from those darker emotions towards yourself. Most significantly, it's about those emotions towards yourself, the judgment, the resentment, right? The misunderstanding, all of those things toward ourself and all versions of ourselves throughout our lifetime and through our history. And it, it's just so liberating and, and, and clarifying to go through and do all this. And then, I mean, you've got these beautiful lives that are in your world. You're a little guy and, and your soon-to-be baby. And she, you know, it's just there's never a better time. to. It's like giving the gift of self working together. Um, it's yes. like, I get to give you yourself and uh, you're just discovering her. Yeah.
1: And I I'd say in the beginning, what really helped me decide to work with you was the fact that like, I listened to testimonials and I, I talked to somebody who, who I knew who was working with you. And she helped convince me really. And it wasn't really con- convinces the wrong word, but her perspective helped me see that what she, what she was working with you on would also be extremely beneficial to me. And I think that's really important for anybody listening to say, like, if you have wanted to be in this place where, you know, you can be, you know, you're capable but there's something blocking you. There's like this, this block of energy, this, and and you can't really describe it. And that's kind of how I felt. I felt there was something blocking me, but I knew that I could get there. And I think I I know working with you has also allowed me to open up to possibilities, not only in my, my personal life, but also my business and, and how I interact and work with potential clients, clients, um, how I I handle different aspects of parenting. And it's been really beautiful for me to really unblock that and really become who I have wanted to become, you know, and, and continue to work at that, obviously.
0: Yeah, and I think you said it perfectly. Like this is not about compartmentalizing a human being. It's about working on all the pieces of you. So like Danielle said, for anybody watching, Each journey is extremely individualized, but we are all universal beings that are going through healing and and the healing isn't about that specific area of your life. It's about all the areas of your life uplifting and aligning to your highest self. And so you, we might do a healing around food or sleep trauma, and you're seeing results in your income or your business or your interactions and your relationships. And it seems unrelated, but really we are one whole being and all parts affect each other. So it's like this intricate highway system and, and we're clearing up all the blocks and all the places. So things can flow, which is, it's amazing to watch and be a part of.
1: I love that analogy, Katie. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're on, you're on a highway and there's like literal roadblocks, right? There's like construction and there's roadblocks and you see this and you're like, I see all these blocks in my life. How do I remove the blocks? Why are, is there always construction going on in my life?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to have a little, like a little image drawn up for me, <laughs> a graphic for that, because it's absolutely, I think, I think that puts it in this tangible way where people will be like, I've got these blocks. I don't know what they are. They're literal blocks blocking you from whatever it is you want in life. And yeah, um, it's just been amazing. Another thing you talked about was how there was this lack of judgment and you felt so open with me. And that to me, it's just such an honor to hear Um, and I appreciate that so much, but can you talk to our clients or to our our audience who might have some really intimate parts of their life where those blocks are that they're not sure if they want to share or heal or expose because it's vulnerable.
1: So vulnerable. And I think that it took, it's, it takes anybody a while to open up, right? It's like in any new relationship, you're not going to go into a new relationship, whether it's like dating or friendship, you're not going to go in and say, Hey, I'm going to tell you about the most intimate parts of my life. on am like a first date or like a first, like mom hangout. Right. Or maybe you will for mom hangout because all of us talk about everything when (laughs) women, (laughs) right. right. It's like, Oh, you want to hear my birth story. You want to hear my birth story. Oh, what's your name again. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that's not the best example, but, but in terms of like how you start off relationships with anybody, right. You, you talk about different things that are going on in your life. And you kind of say, say to yourself, well, what, and I feel like you do such a great job of guiding, uh, of guiding me through that journey. Right. And guiding me to, to say to myself, oh, maybe this part of my life has to do with X part of my life. And Y part of my life has to do with Z part of my life. And A has to do with C and (laughs) just like you, again, the intricate highway system. Right. (laughs) But like, (laughs) But it took it, I think it took me a while to open up about certain things that I just really, really hid deeply within that. Like sometimes when you experience a trauma too, you just like bury it so deeply that sometimes you don't even remember that it happened or you second guess yourself and say to yourself, did that really happen? Like, I don't, I don't even know anymore because you've told yourself that it didn't happen for so long, or you've buried it for so long. And it has not come to the surface for so long. And I feel like in our journey, there were several things that like, it took a while for everything to come up. But initially, it was Oh, I had some food trauma. Oh, I had some sleep trauma. Well, tell me, it wasn't, it wasn't just like, you know, in the movies where the therapist says, tell me more about that. It was a more intimate, detailed conversation that, that we had that led to what we could heal to help me be aligned with my higher self. Right. So it starts off with a conversation of you being somewhat vulnerable, right. But not completely vulnerable. And then you, and then Katie will like ultimately guide you to that place of like ultimate vulnerability. And there have been many times, I'm sure you have people crying on the, on zoom with you all the time because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the nature of the work. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure I did that too. So several times, um, but I think that, you know, emotion that that's also a way of releasing, right. Crying is like a release. And um, I think that's part of like the possible healing too, is like, showcasing emotions about certain things that happen that are resurfacing.
0: Yeah. And I think that one of the differences that I would say, um, just as you bring up the crying between, I would say the majority of talk therapists and what I do is that we really do develop this, super unique connection because we are connecting on a higher self level and we are such, I'm, I'm close friends with all of my clients and I'm really guiding them through the most delicate parts of their inner self. And so a lot of times I cry with them. Like a lot of times I think, why do I put on makeup for work days? Like, what am I even doing? Um But it, it's like, we're sharing in this healing process where it's not just you on, on a chair as a subject, it's like an interactive, because we are all going through this healing journey. And it's it's not easy for anybody. Everybody has some pretty dark stuff. So um, I think that unless there's something else that you want to point out, I, I could talk all night. I have pages and pages of, of successes that Danielle has created. She's been absolutely so dedicated to herself, to this journey without hesitation. Um, I think everybody has a little hesitation before they start working with me that That is inevitable because of the nature of the work, but that once they begin, they're always so relieved so quickly. And there's so much forward motion that um, they're just so ready for more and more of that freedom, that lightness. And, and you just never stopped. I mean, pregnancy and you run your business and Danielle just is such a superstar in all of her accomplishments and the things she does day to day, but you showed up for yourself more than anything else.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's the same as when I, I did go to talk therapy or when I did, you know, go to physical therapy after, um, like, or after, after I gave birth or it's, you know, making time to go to the chiropractor and getting massages, right. It's, it's any type of self-care, like takes a certain amount of vulnerability and a certain amount of work and, um, work to me can be described as like, you can, Work on your self care. It doesn't have to necessarily be work equals paid, work equals money, right? It's work equals whatever makes you feel like you can be more of yourself. And I knew, like, throughout the time working with you, I was like, I was like, okay, this is something I committed to. And when I commit to something, like, even for myself, I think that's really important too, to like, make sure with yourself that you're ready to commit to this journey, um, wherever it takes you, because I think that it's really important to, and and if you're not ready, then, then try it, right. What's wrong with trying it. It's trying something new. Right. So my, my phrase lately has also been saying, why not me? So why not you? Why, why can't you be your higher self? Why can't you work with Katie and be your higher self?
0: I love it. Oh my gosh. You've got the best phrases. I'm always writing things down. I'm like, I just, I'm going to like coin them. Like I'm going to do a damn yell. Like you've just, you've got like all the phrases. It's Maybe awesome. that'll be
1: another book project. I have like six right now. So there
0: you go. A little like coffee table book of Danielle quotes. I love it. <laughs> I'll have to get them from you. Oh, you'll have to get them from Eli too. He's got some quotes. He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's does. he got some things to say in his little three-year-old level of wisdom. So <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. It's been so great to go on this journey and see you just glowing and, and becoming more vibrant and more aligned with your higher self. And, and Oh, my goodness. It's only a few weeks till baby time. And you're just amazing.
1: Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank
0: you. you, too. <laughs> you Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the quantum health and mindset podcast today. Ladies, if you took the time to listen to this, it means you really care about yourself. Congratulations on taking a small step to putting yourself first. If you liked what you heard, we'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes. Thanks again for joining us. And don't forget to check out my free Facebook group, Quantum Health Healing and Happiness for Women.